Jesus Christ is coming. At any moment, we may find ourselves in eternity. In the next to the last book of the Bible, we are given principles that will help us live in the last days. Join Scott Pauley now as we study the book of Jude together. Perhaps you have a prayer list where you write down the names of people you're praying for or specific things you're praying for. But what if the Holy Spirit listed the things you need most today? What if He said to you, these are the, these are the things at the top of the list that you most need. What would they be? Well, you know, the Bible is the greatest prayer book in the world. And through the Scriptures, God reveals to us what we should pray for. We're studying this little book of Jude, and what an amazing book it is. We've only been through one verse. But let's read through the first verse into the second today, shall we? The Bible says, Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ, and brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father, and preserved in Jesus Christ, and called, mercy unto you, and peace, and love be multiplied. Now you're going to find, as you study the letters of the New Testament, that these things and similar lists like them are found very often near the beginning of letters. In other words, it is the prayer of the author under inspiration of the Holy Spirit for those he's writing to. And Jude says to these people that he has identified as fellow believers, as those he wants to encourage, he says there are three things I'm praying God will multiply in your life. Mercy, peace, and love. I don't know if that sounds like your prayer list or not, but too often the things I've prayed for have been much more temporal than that, lesser things. So often we pray about the material and the physical and the emotional, and there's nothing wrong with that. But when was the last time you prayed for spiritual realities? Remember, Jesus said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You see, if we get the mercy and the peace and the love of God flowing in our lives, those things are going to minister to every other need that we have. I would go so far as to say to you, everyone needs these three things. And when we preach and teach the Bible, we ought to preach and teach the Bible with these three things in mind. Everybody needs mercy, everybody needs peace, and everybody needs love, and all three of those can only come from God. When we pray for ourselves, for our family, for friends, for others, we should pray with these three things in mind. We want mercy for them. We want peace and we want love to be multiplied. Let's look at those three things, and there's a beautiful divine order to them. Look at the first thing, mercy. The first thing everybody needs every day of their life is mercy. Aren't you glad the Bible said that the Lord's mercies, plural, are new every morning? Uh, they're manifold and they're continually fresh. The only reason any of us are here is because of the mercy of God. If we got what we deserve today, we'd all be in hell or on our way to hell. But we're not there, and if you know the Lord Jesus, you're not going there because, as the psalmist said, His mercy endureth forever. Mercy is not just something you need to get saved. Mercy is something you need every day of your life. Mercy is the word that immediately connects us to our relationship with God. Isn't that where we must always begin, our relationship with God? Do you know what the word mercy makes you do? It makes you look up. It makes you look to the only one that is the source of mercy, the God of all mercy. 
And every day and every stage of my life and every decision I make and every person I deal with, friends, I need mercy. And so do you. Would you pause right now and from your heart just say to the Lord, Mercy, Lord. Mercy, Lord. Cry out to the God of mercy and God will answer that prayer. When you're praying for someone you love, someone you're concerned about today, pray for the mercy of God to be evident in their life. And that leads us to the second word. He prays not only for mercy, then he prays for peace. If mercy is my relationship to God, to God's heart, then peace is relationship to my own heart. In other words, it makes me now look inward. And notice there's a divine order. You can't have peace until you have mercy. No, you have to have mercy from God first. You have to be right with God first. And when that happens, God is the one who puts the peace in your heart. He brings peace through His own presence. The Bible says that He gives peace that passes all understanding. We've got a world looking for peace and missing mercy. We've got a world that wants somehow to have some peace and contentment in their heart. And what they don't realize is it begins only by knowing the God of peace. And so first, depend on the mercy of the Lord. And then you can depend on the fact that that God of all mercy will give you the peace you need. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts today. The Lord promised, if you'd let Him, that His peace would keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Are you troubled? Are you living in turmoil today? Does it seem like it's spinning all around you? Well, stop right where you are. And instead of asking God to straighten out all the circumstances around you and everybody around you that you want to change, stop right now and say to the Lord, Lord, I'm the one that needs mercy today. I need your mercy And Lord, I know you're the God of all peace, so rule and reign in my heart today. And grant me your peace as your child. Speak to me. Speak peace to me in the midst of this storm. The greatest peace God ever gives is internal. It's not when He changes all the circumstances. It's when He calms your soul. And only God can do that. So number one is mercy. Number two is peace. And then number three, and I love this, is love. Now watch the the divine progression here. We begin with our relationship to God, then our relationship to our own heart and our own soul, and then our relationship to other people. And notice, mercy makes you look upward. Peace makes you look inward, but love makes you look outward. And to realize that it's, it's not just for me. Now the Lord wants to minister to those who are around me. Look, it's not just you that's living on the edge of eternity. Everybody around you is living on the edge of eternity, and those people need your God. Don't you think the people around you today need mercy and peace? How will they ever be introduced to the mercy and peace of God unless someone that knows the mercy and peace of God shows them the love of God? You see, the love of God has been called the greatest thing in the world because it's the very nature of God Himself. God is love and because it's the one thing that can reach out and touch everyone. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 is one of the most profound passages in all of Scripture. We look at it and we say, oh, it's beautiful. Oh, no, it's, it's more than that. There's a depth and a breadth to 1 Corinthians 13, to the love of God, to the way it affects our life and our relationships like nothing else. You see, it is the love of God that truly identifies the Lord's followers, the Lord's disciples. We're talking about living on the edge of eternity. Now, we've only made it through the first two verses. I I promise you we won't go perhaps this slow through every verse. But I wanted to camp in these opening verses just for a few days to let you see that on the edge of eternity, 
We shouldn't begin by looking for events. We shouldn't begin by fussing at how dark the world is. We should begin by remembering who we are. That is, we are the servants of Jesus Christ. We should begin by remembering what we have. We have a calling and assurance and we have holiness through God. And then we must begin to request what we need. And what is it we need? On the edge of eternity, we need mercy. We need peace. And we need love. And I want to challenge you today, no matter who you are, what circumstances you're in, or where you live at this moment, I want to challenge you to ask the Lord today to give you a fresh dose of mercy, peace, and love. And not just for yourself, but for all of those living around you. Look, uh, the darker the night, the brighter the light. I want to say to you that as the world seems to get darker and darker in sin, the light of God's mercy, peace, and love ought to shine through His people who are living with all eyes on Jesus on the edge of eternity. On the edge of eternity, what matters most is knowing Christ and living for Him. For more information and additional Bible studies, visit us online at scottpauley.org. Thank you for enjoying the journey with us as we travel through the Word of God.